Hey everyone, and welcome to the Nintendo Fuse Podcast. This is episode 265, Predictions and Nintendo Direct Reactions. We're recording this on February 13th, 2023, and we're back after a two-month hiatus. Thanks for uh, bearing with us over the last month or so as we've had to, to postpone some things and everything, but we're back and uh, we're so excited to talk video games with you all. My name is Steve, and of course, I'm also joined by Barry. How's it going, Barry? Hey, Steve and everybody, Greg, and it's just wonderful to be back. I feels can't believe it's been over two months. <laughs> I know, I know. And Greg, how are you doing? Doing pretty well. It's also great to be back. Glad to be able to talk to you guys about games again, and we'll see if Steve's still a time travel confirmed, I guess, in the new year. So, <laughs> <laughs> so far, we're doing well, but uh, we're only two minutes into it, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, if this is the first time you're joining us, we just want to encourage you to, uh, to also subscribe if you haven't done that. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, hit that like button, hit that bell to be alerted every time we post new videos, every time we go live. We do go live on YouTube and Twitch uh, pretty much every other uh, Monday morning or Monday morning. There we go, Greg, already doing it. (laughs) That's what two months will do to you as well. Monday morning. What am I talking about? Monday evening uh, at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time and 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. And we'd love to have you join us live. But if we're not live, you can still watch this after the fact or subscribe on your favorite podcast app as well. If you haven't jumped on Twitter and followed us over there, we encourage you to do that. We're at Nintendo Fuse. And we also have an awesome Discord where we connect with all the different uh, guys and girls and people in our community. Um, You'll see the link on the screen, but also in our show notes as well. We'd love for you to uh, join us over there on our discord but uh yeah it's been it's been a while so i know some of us have been playing lots of games and uh others of us uh just just a few uh like myself um but uh but yeah how about you uh kick us off barry what have you been playing oh god you started with me yeah uh, so yes yeah, so what, what has he been playing is probably a shorter list <laughs> yeah uh since since obviously it's been uh Two months now off. I've I've had uh, some things I was working on last time in December, uh, and then going into the new year. Uh, so to start off on the Switch, uh, still playing Pokemon Unite, still doing that daily, still enjoying it. Uh, still playing Pokemon Scarlet, but nowhere near what I what I have been. But uh, just uh, having fun with it when I do play. Uh, one game that came out in December, I was really looking forward to Dragon Quest Treasures, which is a prequel to Dragon Quest Eleven S. Uh, it's, it's also a spiritual successor to the Dragon Quest Monsters game. Uh, love it. I had a great time with it. Uh, way better than I thought it would be. So uh, I highly recommend that game. Uh, one game I didn't expect to play, and I, there was really kind of like a, almost like a drought. Not a drought, but like nothing I really was gunning for playing. So I decided, let me try it, uh, is Fire Emblem Engage, which uh, right there, something that, uh, you know, Greg, Greg surprised there, but I, I played and beat Fire Emblem Engage. Uh, so I, uh, I, had, I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, I know some people complain about the story. I didn't do three houses, but I enjoyed the story. I always love anything involving like multiple dimensions. So seeing the crossovers and some of the names for some of the characters that they used, I'm like, oh, cool. Okay, I get it. Like the emblem of this or emblem of that. Um, but I did enjoy it. I liked the twists. Uh, so I do recommend it. The gameplay was good. 
Uh, I will not lie, I did use auto battle sometimes, just like for some turns, just because I'm like, all right, let me use auto battle for the first five or so turns and then finish it off. Because like going through some of those battles, like 30 minute battles, like, all right, I don't need 30 minute battles. Let's see what happens. And I did all the extra stuff because each of the 12 emblems gets an extra mission to unlock it. So I did all those and there's a lot of throwbacks to those games in there. But I'm like, yeah, it's a lot of extra stuff. But I did it all, so I'm happy about that. Uh, next, I did a game called Gun Tech 2, which we'll be having a review up uh, on, on on Nintendo Fused uh, YouTube. Uh, it's a space shooter shmup uh, with kind of objective-based. It's, it's kind of interesting, not what I was expecting. Uh, another game I played, Citizen Sleeper, which is like a board game, in a sense, on, on the Switch. Uh, where you're in a space colony and you got to roll dice to and use those whatever you roll to do different actions. Had a lot of fun with it. Uh, it's been on, on the top of a lot of people's lists. Uh, one game I did not have a lot of fun with is a game called Gunhouse. That's like Plants vs. Zombies with a little Tetris attack, and it just did not jive with me at all, at all. I just I wanted to like it. I did not like it. Another game that I wanted to like and and got a lot of praise is a game called Chain Echoes which I kickstarted. So the physical isn't out yet, but the digital version came to me. So I was able to play it from my Kickstarter. And I really wanted to like that. And it's not that I don't like this game. It's a good RPG, but it didn't hook me in. It's very ambitious. The characters are cool. The battle mechanic, I liked at first, and then it just became way more hindering than anything else. And uh, I just stopped. So if it's your jam, great. I tried it. I'm still going to get the physical. You know, I backed it. I'm happy for the developers. It just, I could not bring myself to finish it. Uh, another one that I went back to, I didn't finish it, but I went back to, which we played for a game chat, was Torchlight 3. Uh, and I actually came back with better reception than when we did the game chat for it. I, I did enjoy it a lot more. Uh, still never finished it, but but I did. I used it like as a downtime game, and I did enjoy it. Uh, one thing that I'm super excited for and the next big game I'm looking to play is Theater Rhythm, Final Fantasy, full bar line. The demo's out, uh, where, which carries over. You get 30 songs, 30 characters. Uh, I completed the demo. I got every character to level 30, which is max. I did everything I could in the demo uh, that at least I was able to. I played through the songs on multiple difficulties. I just love Theater Rhythm. And that's actually one of the few games that in addition to physical, I'm actually purchased purchased already digitally because it's a game that I will be going back to this so many songs. There's like 300 something songs in the base game plus all the DLC and then there's 27 unique digital songs only that are never on the physical. So it's like 500 plus songs. So I had to get them all. I love you know Square Enix music. But it's like there's so many songs. I'm not going to sit there and go through 500 songs. So I'm going to go through like do five songs here, 10 songs there. And with it being digital, it makes it a little easier. But I'm still getting the physical to support it as well. So that is that. Uh, Octopath Traveler 2, the next big game out after that that I'm looking forward to. I did the demo, or at least I'm playing the demo. I didn't finish it. Uh, it's a weird demo that carries over where you can start the game, play whatever you want, but you get three hours. After three hours, you can't play anymore. That's it. <laughs> and you can't leave the starting area. So uh, I'm liking it so far. Uh, I started with The Thief. I like her story. Very adult. But uh, yeah, just, if you like the first game, definitely check out the second. 
then a game that I actually bought digitally because I thought it might be a pricing error. So I decided to buy it because it was only 99 cents and it's something revealed from the Nintendo Direct, which is WBSC eBaseball Power Pros from Konami. And part of me was curious if it would use the Amiibo that came out in Japan, uh, which it does not. And it's bare bones baseball. It's fun. But if you play an auto autoplay kind of deal where like auto assist, pitching is literally pushing a button and you can't have any control if you, if you have that mode. And I learned that the hard way and I couldn't change mid game. I'm like, why can't I switch pitches? What the heck? And then same with batting. It's like, all I could do is swing. Like I can't switch to more powerful swinging. I'm like, this is literally push a button simulator. Like, oh, look, they scored two runs on me. I can't, all I'm doing is pushing the button and hoping the computer wins for me. So, uh, I got my money's worth, I guess, at 99 cents. <laughs> and that is not an error. It is a 99 cent game. Uh, some of the stuff other that was revealed during the direct that we'll talk about that I messed around with. Uh, an NSO, uh, the Game Boy. I did uh, Game & Watch Gallery 3. I did some of those. I, I love the Game Boy Watch Gallery games, but I never did 3. On the Game Boy Advance, I did Kuro Kuro Kurokin, or Kuroin. I did a couple levels of that. That only came out in Europe and Japan. So I always was curious about how that was. And it plays just like I expected, but it's a lot of fun. So it was cool to get to play that. And I did uh, Mario uh, Advance 4, Mario Brothers 3. Um, but I didn't play through Mario 3. I played the e-reader levels, which I own the cards, but they're still sealed. And I never got to do those. And I never got it on Wii U Virtual Console. And that was one of the big reasons to download that version. But now it's on NSO. So I did those levels. And to me, it was a brand new Mario game. And it was weird seeing Mario World stuff and Mario 2 stuff in Mario 3's engine. Uh, it's just it's a lot of fun. Some of those levels are hard. But uh, I'm glad I went through that. Uh, and that's it for Switch as if that wasn't enough. On PS5, God of War Ragnarok, I was playing last time. I finally finished that. Uh, enjoyed it. Not game of the year, but I enjoyed it. Uh, then I did Sonic Frontiers, which I was looking forward to. Didn't drive with me at the beginning, but then the hook got me, and I had a lot of fun playing through that game. Almost got platinum. Uh, just I played on PS5 because I felt it would run better, and I did very much enjoy Sonic Frontiers. Then I played a game that a lot of people were like, ill, bad, don't play this game. Um, and I'm like, no, I'm going to play this game. It's called Forspoken, another Square Enix PS5 exclusive. I had a lot of fun with it. I'm sorry. The demo may have been crappy. I didn't play the demo, but I had a lot of fun with the game. It's stupid big. It's like the like a huge open world, and I, like, I just went to story, story, story. Um, but I didn't go to half the world. I just wanted to see the story and, and run around. But it, it is a lot of fun. I do recommend it. I do not recommend the demo from everything I've heard, but I did have fun with it. Uh, and then on PC, still playing Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, still new content came out during this two-month period, uh, as well as events like the New Year's event and the Valentine's event. And on mobile, still Mario Kart Tour. And I actually have to add one thing, Fire Emblem Heroes, which will shock Greg. But... What? What? Yes. Yes. I booted up Fire Emblem Heroes, but the truth is I booted it up so that I can get a code to download the bonus rings and Fire Emblem Engage for bonus content. <laughs> so I didn't actually play much of it, but I, I did what I needed to so that I could get the code to get that extra bonus content in Fire Emblem Engage. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, let us know what sure. you guys have uh, been playing as well. We'd love to 
hear what you've been playing in the chat room as well. Greg, after you get over your shock, what have you been playing? <laughs> well, unlike Barry, I've been still playing Fire Emblem Heroes, so I can kick that off as a wonderful transition there. You should at least check out all the new heroes that have been added to the game, which I've seen. seen uh, oh, I did all the free are- summons I could. I, I got a bunch of free five stars that I've never used, but I got them. <laughs> I did do that. Well, I guess that's good at least, but you still need to play the rest of the time because there's still a, we had a Fate channel or whatever that came out for the um, seventh anniversary, so there or whatever, wow. so, or sixth anniversary, so it was wow. still going strong. Um, yeah, there's just plenty of more stuff to do besides just summoning there, Barry. So there's lots of maps you've missed yeah. out on, lots of quality stories that have been written with true love and feelings behind mm-hmm. it and everything. It's quite Definitely. an adventure there. For sure. You're yeah. really missing out there, Barry. Exactly. I really am. You know what? Really, you know what, mate? We thought Dragalia Lost had a story. This is this is where the real story is. <laughs> you know, you want to talk about story. You know what I don't see in your list? Xenoblade Chronicles 3. You want to talk about story? Let's mm-hmm. talk about story. <laughs> <laughs> Once upon a time, there was someone that was really busy and didn't have a lot of time to play. <laughs> I don't want to hear your excuses. You're going to throw story. <laughs> right. You're going to throw story at me. <laughs> But more honestly, the other stuff that I was playing, I did get Fire Emblem Engage. Um, I didn't quite get as far as Barry did, though, but um, I will be making a lot more progress over the this time. I got really sucked into the first um, few chapters I got through. I got like the very first two emblems, the um, Marth and Celica, and that was really cool there. I really liked how they made a, a pretty much a council version of Fire Emblem Heroes, which is a lot of people's... Uh, opinions why they might dislike the story because it's basically a better version of fire emblem heroes on actual council where there's not riddled with uh microtransactions um i did check out uh mario kart 8 deluxe because they had had the new courses that dropped um i also didn't really play the previous passes courses like as many of them there as well so i had at least what's it, 16 more courses to check out or whatever. That was really cool to get a chance to play through those and did some multiplayer with my daughter and girlfriend and stuff. I had a lot of fun. Um, of course, I had to check out GoldenEye 007 after that dropped off. So we'll be talking probably a little bit more about that later on down the line, but I still have my skills and abilities that have been unlocked, beating the game on the hardest difficulty level and unlocking all the cheats as I go through it and more than halfway through already. I also loaded up a DKC2 just for some fun on the plane I had on my recent vacation. So that was a lot of fun to revisit my favorite Donkey Kong game. Super Mario 3D World, I was playing with my girlfriend last night, was able to finally play it online. I haven't really had that opportunity to really play it online previously, so it was pretty flawless for the most part. We made it through the first world, and that was a lot of fun replaying that game as well. Um, Also on the vacation, my daughter wanted to boot up uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons, so I finally had a chance to kill my cockroaches and all my all throughout my house and that was fun trying to hunt them all down and then just had some fun visiting her island and doing some other miscellaneous fun stuff over there not a lot of construction but it was just more kind of catching up on pretty much uh, over six months of not logging into it 
Um, over the more closer to the holiday season, I was playing Among Us with my brother and daughter, and we had a lot of fun doing some online battles and having three of us all in the same room and be able to pseudo cheat and such stuff like that. That's always a good time. So it makes it a lot easier to find out the imposter when you're with two other players in the same room. So it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Also had some more time in Mario Maker 2. I was just trying to improve my score and play through some other courses that I think we talked about at the towards the end of the year last year. So that was still fun to revisit that. And then I'm still also playing Roblox with Bell, various different games. It's just flavor of the day or flavor of the week for the most part. And there's just way too many games on there to even keep track of all the different ones I've opened in there. So just can leave it generic at that. Nice. Nice. Well, I have been playing uh, Rocket League, go figure. Um, I haven't really had a whole lot of time to to play mini games, and so I haven't really even played Rocket League a ton over the last couple of months. I I was uh, one of the the several people that um, got caught in the whole um, flights getting canceled and all that whole mess around uh, the Christmas season, and uh, then. You know, had some uh, some rough times over the last couple of weeks, and so yeah, I haven't got a lot of time to play, but uh, did play some Rocket League. I am up to Diamond Three now. I am almost in Champ level, so uh, that was pretty exciting when I did my qualifying matches for that for this season. Um, playing a little bit of Clash Royale on mobile, um, still chugging away at uh, Life is Strange Two, um, playing it in little doses here and there. Uh, when I get, have some time. And so I think I'm done with either three or four chapters. So I'm like almost there um, for the last. Where, uh, where was the last one with you in the, the, the camp in the, in the forest with like the hippies or was it with the, uh, the, the cultists? Um, I've definitely had past the hippies. I feel like I remember the cultists, but it's, it's also been, a little uh, like a few weeks since I played, so I need to remind myself before I play the next chapter. But that's that sounds familiar, but I definitely, oh, nice. and definitely went the through end, the hippie situation for sure. Yeah, that was a cool chapter. I like yeah. that. Yeah, it was good. And like, yeah, they just keep throwing twists and everything at you. And and there's some things like that's that's one of those things about Life is Strange that I like a lot of the choices and stuff, but then there's some things that happen no matter what because. You just you have to. And uh, and I was really bummed because I was like, I thought I did everything to stop this from happening. And it still happened. <laughs> it's like, why did he go off and mm, uh, I want to smack that kid? Anyway, um, <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> wanted to punch the other guy, too. But um, anyway, <laughs> but uh, I yeah, I re yeah, I clearly I refrained because there was no option, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I've been playing, yeah, Life is Strange too. so I got a little bit left of, of that, and then, uh, played some Jackbox party packs, um, with some, some friends over the, the holidays, and, uh, always have fun with those. I'm not, I'm not sure if I like the, the newest one as much. I feel like back in pack three and four were, like, the highlights, and the last several packs have been kind of... They're okay. They're like hit or miss, I guess, depending on the games. Uh, they're in there. And then, um, as Barry talked about as well, I also played some Gun Tech 2 and the, the, the shmup. And, uh, yeah, enjoyed it. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about more of that on uh, our review. So stay tuned for that. 
But uh, before we get into any of the news discussion, which, of course, we're going to talk all about the latest Nintendo Direct that happened on February 8th. But uh, we're going to jump into our predictions. And this is an interesting thing because we planned for our predictions, you know, a month ago and we wrote them up and um, then life happened and we had to delay the the return of the podcast and this episode and everything. And so <laughs> we got talking and we're like, hey, let's let's go ahead and, you know, read our predictions that we had for this year, um, you know, even though we may be in a different place now, but we, you know. Take our word for it. These were written before any announcements or anything happened with Nintendo Direct or anything like that. These were written a month ago, planned to, to tell you guys all then. And so uh, some of them could be hilarious. Some of them could be, you know, we're finding out if we're already true or not true yet or whatever, uh, just because we're already into February. Uh, but uh, before we jump into our 2023 predictions, though, I think it's important that we look at the past. And we see how we did in 2022. So, uh, Barry, as you look back at 2022, how'd you do? Um, I started off great, and I progressively got worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so we'll do this uh, one at a time. So my first prediction was we will not see any console revisions this year outside of game variants, which was true. The only variant we had, I think, was the Pokemon OLED but that's a variant. That's not a new system. So that that's true. Nice, nice. Greg, how'd you do? Um, like, well, actually, don't have the list in front of me to give a full score. But I do remember that, like some that I normally make because they're like as there's previous years we I kind of try to roll them forward, thinking that like, hey, they'll be true sometime. So. Um, I know I did predict that there was going to be a Fire Emblem Echoes game, but obviously that did not come out, and we did get Fire Emblem Engage instead, which is obviously a little bit more appreciated. That's a brand new experience, despite if it's... But Engage is technically 2024. <laughs> or 2023, I mean. Yeah. I mean, well, we had the we announcement that was coming out. It was coming, but I wasn't even counting that, though, because it was more... Specifically aligned to like the Shadows of Valencia remake that they did of this of Gaiden. So I'm not trying to give myself a quarter of a point or anything like that. I'm flat out saying it's zero because yeah. it's more in line with like a remake of an old older version of a game that we um, never got here in the West. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one of my ones that I did was no Switch Pro or two or anything like that this year uh, as well. So in, in 2022, and I got a full point on that one. Yay! <laughs> Even though it's, you know, I was disappointed it didn't happen. But, you know, I got a point for prediction. <laughs> That's true. Uh, my number two was uh, we will see something from Monolith Soft. Hopefully Xeno 3, maybe Xeno Export, and ideally both. I give myself a full point there because not only did we get Xeno 3, but it actually came out. So that was, that's what I was hoping for. And by golly, I got it. Nice. Nice. Someone's at someone's door. Yeah, it's my awesome <laughs> ring notification. I should turn the sound off my phone so that doesn't happen again. Um, usually it's just a car driving by, so don't be all <laughs> worried that somebody's like <laughs> knocking at my door and I'm neglecting them or something. But um, yeah, I believe I had predicted that um, Tears of the Kingdom would be out um, last holiday season, and unfortunately that did not come true. So um, here we are uh, waiting for May now. So that would be... Yep. Yep. I'm right with you, Greg. I also said that Breath of the Wild 2 um, 
at the time, which is what we were calling it, would also come out in holiday 2022. And that did not happen. So what's funny is my number three, I'm, I said Breath of the Wild 2 will not release in 2022, but we'll get a new trailer and a proper name, which is exactly what we did. Uh, but then I also followed it up to prevent me from getting a full point to keep with the one Zelda game a year. We'll get the Wii U Zelda ports finally, hopefully both. But knowing Nintendo, they'll only give us one. They did not give us a Zelda game at all. So what should have been a full point, I'm going to knock down to a half because I went above and beyond with my prediction. So specific with it. So specific. <laughs> but I was right. We did get the name and a trailer for, for Tears of the Kingdom. That's true. Greg, you remember any more years? Um, I believe I had something for Metroid Prime 4, which is still pretty much an urban myth these days because <laughs> we don't even want need to know anything about it other than that there used to be a title sequence and a parent <laughs> logo, but maybe it's been canceled for all I know. But um, yeah, I, I think I was just going for the bare minimum and just thinking that we would get something like whether it's like a title or a trailer or a teaser or something and that never happened either. Yeah. Um, I do remember you saying something about Metroid Prime 4 because I also said something about Metroid Prime 4 and I said it'd be pushed back to 2023. So maybe, maybe at that <laughs> point, I don't really know. I don't know. <laughs> it's too early. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll jump to my number five since we're talking about it. And I said, we'll finally see more info on Metroid Prime 4. That's not true. Uh, like Breath of the Wild 2, it won't release this year. So that is true. Due to the popularity of Metroid Dread, we'll see something Metroid, most likely Prime Trilogy, but maybe another remake or port of an older game. We did not see anything Metroid in 2022 or even announced, unfortunately. So zero points. That's where yeah. I fall apart. And then I... Really want to say my last one was more tied to, um, shoot, it was just like in the tip of my head, and then I just just, just blinked on it. Um, I don't know if it was more Metroid related, like with like the trilogy thing or whatever, because I know that was heavily rumored for quite a long time, mm -hmm. and obviously that never came to fruition there um but i also kind of vaguely remember i don't know if it was the year before where i did something for a mario sports game and i was specifically calling out baseball but mm. obviously we didn't get that either but we did get strikers so i had to have to double check to see if i was remembering one from two years ago or if it was more just the more metroid stuff because i was really heavily expecting some metroid information last year yeah 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 we got half of strikers um <laughs> <laughs> we got the engine right <laughs> right um i said that uh, we're gonna have uh, game boy advance games on nintendo switch online didn't happen nope. in 2022 <laughs> <laughs> close but no cigar uh, my last one was complete well it was completely off like talk about falling off the rails uh there'll be a new mainline mario the title this year most likely an odyssey sequel but could be a new new super mario brothers or a brand new style uh really had high hopes for a new mario i mean we got mario and rabbids and we had mario strikers but but that's not a mainline mario game so i get zero points there too that's true that's true Greg, any, any final thoughts that you remember? Nope, I don't think so. I just, obviously, I think I've crossed some wire where I don't know if it was two years ago with last yeah. year's prediction, <laughs> but at least this way, they're both documented to, at least I was trying to remember everything that I would have down there, so. That's true. Yep. 
I'm sure the audience will uh, they'll go back and find out and tell you if you're right or wrong. Uh, my <laughs> last one was that there were going to be a surprise franchise reveal that there were going to be some brand new franchise, and I don't remember that happening at all. So, no. um, yeah, I think I did. Uh, Okay, but I also I do remember 2022 saying I'm going to have some safer predictions because I wanted things to actually come to be accurate this time. So I didn't really go out there and wasn't specific nearly as much as uh, like Barry was with his 2022 predictions. Um, so and that allowed me to be more accurate uh, a little more this time. But. See, and I was thinking mine was going to be more safe because like there was like Metroid Prime was like super heavily rumored for like the longest time, pretty much ever since four was like revealed in whatever 2018 or 19, whatever year that was. Mm -hmm. And like, that's pretty much been like asked for like, Oh, let's at least have the trilogy remastered on switch. And um, I know there's been tons of stuff about like echoes, even getting like a, like the fire emblem echoes being like a new thing that they wanted to proceed to bring some of the games that haven't made it over to the West. So I, assumed that was safe and then so it's yep you assumed oh. yep exactly yep. <laughs> well, so i don't know how many into, points you had steve uh, I, had two and a half. I i think i had uh one and i one and uh another point that's yet to be determined <laughs> well, that's <laughs> your what happens day. with metroid prime 4 because i specifically said 2023 so maybe so you already so you already made your 2023 prediction right <laughs> well so, hold on so maybe <laughs> we do have we do have some comments metroid prime 4 will will make a appearance i'll just say that in my 2023 predictions Oh, that's your first. You do. You started in twenty twenty three already, huh? No, no. It, Greg just pointed out, and I was just like, it, it'll make an appearance. I won't, I won't tell you what it is yet, but uh, yeah, like so. Frankenstein Gaming said new Mario for sure. Neo Prime said you weren't alone in that. Barry, I think uh, also talked about, about the Mario, Mario games last year. Yep. Yeah, and uh, maybe a new franchise in June. That could be cool. It'd be a good time to announce it for sure. Frankenstein also says really wants uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Advance. Uh, to release more frequently, <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah, we we'll all. see about that. <laughs> yes, <we do. laughs> I'm not holding my. We want more NES games and Super Nintendo games and Nintendo 64 games to release <laughs> more frequently, but they still don't get the memo on that. I mean, yep, nope, yep, trickle, yep. Well, let's jump into 2023 predictions and see how we do. Uh, and uh, let's just keep on going in the same order. Barry, kick us off with your first one. My first one is a new Switch will be announced this year, but not launched this year. Or for, for some new model. I don't know if it's going to be like a, an actual Switch Pro, a Switch 2, or a new version of the same, you know, you know 2017 Switch. Um, but we'll see something that will launch next year. But we'll, we'll get some kind of announcement, tease or hint or anything. Okay. Okay. Greg, how about you? Well, I was originally kind of saving something like that for the very end, but I might as well just transition that over into saying I pretty much kind of basically agree with Barry saying that there's probably going to be, I more have it written down as a Switch successor announcement, not just like a hardware grade or whatever, mid-grade, like a oh. super, super Switch or whatever, but it's mm -hmm. or Switch Pro DS XL. <laughs> An enhanced version, like yeah, something. or something like that. I was more looking at the actual like um, successor, like whether it is Switch Two or whatever. 
<laughs> we switch. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Switch Who knows? we. I don't know. <laughs> That's what uh, I hope it is. But yeah. Nintendo. Who knows? <laughs> You're hoping for Super Switch we. <laughs> Super Switch, we, uh, we, yeah. you, XL, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, sure. <laughs> and hopefully the Light. acronym spells something. Uh, so I, I'll just stick with the same, uh, the same ideas you guys are going with. Um, I think though that we are going to see some sort of Switch model this year, but uh, similar to Barry, um, that would be like just a, another version of something we have already, another uh, variant or something like that. Maybe um, an enhanced light version that also has an LED, LED screen or something like that. That's just an, uh, a nicer one or something that we'll see uh, throughout the year. But we will not see the next Switch Pro or Switch 2 this year. Yeah, it's, huh. I did want to further clarify. I was not calling it would be released, but it was more just yeah. like a potential teaser or even like a small announcement of saying like, stay tuned for 2024 mm-hmm. release kind of time frame. Yeah. I just want to make sure clarification known before I get called out for saying like, oh, I was saying I was going to launch this year. That's <laughs> That was not my intention. I, I find it funny that Greg is like successor and Steve is like not successor, but just another version of the switch and i'm like it could be either one the <laughs> switch 2 is a successor or just yeah. knowing nintendo another iteration yeah so that's interesting yeah. it's frankenstein totally put too, a like, new name you see there that? you go super switch wii u xl ixd gale of darkness deluxe redux special edition with knuckles nice <laughs> <laughs> don't forget funky mode <laughs> that's awesome yeah i so, i think it's the, 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 the supply chains are really what's determining my my prediction this time i think it's, yeah, it's yeah. just really hard to get what they really probably want and what they need to actually kick this next um well like i said the pro or two or whatever it is to really my uh my theory on that is that the oled was supposed to have that the 4k and all that mm-hmm. but instead they maybe they're hoarding they decided instead of doing that, they'll yeah. hoard whatever they can get starting from then so that they can launch the new version with a lot of consoles yeah. intact. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm hoping, that, at least. By that point, it'd be two generations behind. But <laughs> yeah. Go, go, Nintendo. Yeah. I did want to further clarify Steve's point. So if they launch like a Switch without uh, internet connection or something, is that going to count for your... <laughs> you know how we, like, it, could, it could be backwards as well. We, we've many counted. Like, you know, the Game Boy Micro, how they kind of like backwards... It don't like count as a new version. Very end of the thing, and then yeah. like they did with the Wii U. They're like, you know what? You don't need internet connection anymore. You don't need GameCube compatibility. Yep. Let's just it still counts. Let's just go bare bones. He just plays Wii. Exactly. Discs, Maybe they're counts. like, you know what? We don't want to deal with Joy-Con grip drift anymore, so we're just cutting the Joy-Cons out. That's all it is. Just a touchscreen tablet. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, my number two is very similar to my number one. Oh, we're not, we're not my number one, but my one from last year. A new Mario title will be announced. You know, I tried it last time. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say what kind it's going to be this time. I figured I was too specific last time. We're going to get a new Mario of some kind. I figured with the movie, we're going to get some kind of, you know, that'd be the time, right? You know, mm-hmm. like kids are going to see the movie. Oh, I love it. Or the movie tie-in game, something. So yep. that's yep. a new Mario. Super Mario Brothers movie, the game. There you go. <laughs> We yep. we almost kind of could have had that last time too. That's yeah, true. I was kind of, yeah I was kind of joking about that like when the we were talking about the movie stuff. But yeah, um, my number two I was going with is um, that we would actually would see that uh, faded uh, 
Metroid Prime Collection. Um, but obviously with the uh, Nintendo Direct, it's already at a third of a point there because we're getting a <laughs> remastered version of Metroid Prime. So <laughs> it doesn't seem likely that I'll get, we'll get the other two games this year, but who knows? Maybe at the next Direct, they're like, oh, you really like the first remaster, and I can purchase the other two games remastered too, but give us another $120 for that. So. Nice. Well, I'll go ahead and, and piggyback on the Metroid thing there. Here's where this is going to make an appearance, Greg. I also, I agree that I, I, I did write down that Metroid Prime trilogy will happen, um, but not four. We will not see four this year. And uh, so, yeah, I, you know, we're a third of there, the way there. I, I wouldn't be surprised necessarily if after they do ha- release all the remasters, if they do package them together I, again. But uh but yeah, I don't know if we're actually going to see that again <laughs> or by this year or not. It's taken them this long just to remaster one of them. But uh, but yeah, that was my prediction. Metroid Prime Trilogy, but not for this year. Nice. Um, so my third one, that we'll see at least one more Wii or Wii U port from Nintendo or second parties. So not, not counting third parties, specifically first or second parties, Wii or Wii U. Um, I'm, I'm still, that's kind of my backwards way of saying, come on, Xeno X, like, let's go. But, but knowing Nintendo, it could be any of them. So I'm kind of curious. We are getting Kirby, um, but I'm not counting Kirby because that we already knew about. Um, so we'll see. Gotcha. All right. Um, this next one also probably sounds like I just watched the direct first, but I was actually thinking that the Game Boy, Game Boy Color and the Game Boy Advance and I was even throwing out GameCube in general to make an appearance on the virtual console. So I understand like the Game Boy Advance and Game Boy slash Game Boy Color is already there as of this podcast, but still holding out for GameCube and stuff for later this year, hopefully, but doesn't seem as likely as if they didn't announce it with this uh, first direct, but never know. It's still earlier in the year. True. It's true. Greg, I feel like you stole a peek at my predictions um, because I also said that Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games will happen on Nintendo Switch Online. And I didn't say anything about GameCube. So, uh, hey, I got a point for next year. (laughs) (laughs) Game Boy and Game Boy Advance on Nintendo Switch Online. And yes, I promise I wrote that a month ago. (laughs) <laughs> to to piggyback you, I had NSO add more systems to both tiers. I didn't specify, but both. And maybe we'll get more DLC to the expansion pass. My theory was maybe Breath of the Wild's um, expansion pass will come closer to Tears of the Kingdom launch, kind of like what they did with Splatoon 2 in the Octopath. Um, but yeah. Octopath so. Traveler? Not uh, Octo... That the, yeah, the uh, Octoling, Octoling. You <laughs> said Octopath. <laughs> so. Whatever, oh, same difference. I didn't play Splatoon 2. Too many arms. <laughs> That's a different game entirely, Steve. That's arms. That's not Splatoon. <laughs> I'm an Octodad as well. That's another game too. It's always there, isn't it? <laughs> All right, on to... What is this, number four now already? Yeah, number yep. four. I've been jumping out of order on my list here. Um... I did think we were going to get another um, Mario Party slash Mario Sports game this year, and like will be another watered down version as they like to make things simpler as uh, the time goes on. So they put all their effort into like the first one, like eight Mario Tennis Aces, and then 
you know what? I think we put too much work into that one. Let's scale back a little bit. And then now we're down to strikers where it's like, it's just the bare bones and nothing's there. So who knows? <laughs> yeah. uh, you almost got Barry in a spit take. That'd been awesome. Almost. almost. I know. <laughs> I was hoping no one saw. <laughs> <laughs> Let's catch up in the uh, chat real quick. Uh, looks like Neo prime 33 says my prediction specifically called out a new processor in the new switch, but not launched until 2024. And Frankenstein gaming says this conversation is why I've held off on buying an OLED and still have my launch switch. I, yeah, same here, Frankenstein. I, I want that OLED. It looks beautiful, but at the same time, I can't bring myself to buy one because that's when they'll announce the next one. And then I'll have to go and buy another one too. And then uh, Neo prime says, hopes, Prime Metroid Prime Pinball HD comes out. That would be that would be fun. I actually never played. I think I may have played it in like a demo or something, um, but that's it. I've never actually had it. But I am a, a huge pinball fan, so yeah, bring it on for sure. Uh, my fourth one um, <laughs> is is yet to be determined, um, but I did say that Tears of the Kingdom will be delayed at least once. Oh. <laughs> So we'll see. We're pretty <laughs> close at this point. Yet. <laughs> we're pretty close at this point, but there's still a chance, I guess. <laughs> I bet you were watching that trailer like, hmm, yeah. is there going to be? Is there going to be? Damn it, it's still May. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they announced that date. And I was like, oh, I have so many mixed feelings right now. Most of me is exciting, excited because I want to play it soon. But the other part of me was like, my prediction said it was going to be delayed. <laughs> Your prediction's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this is one of the predictions that I'm excited. I'll probably get wrong. <laughs> yes. That's a good one to get wrong. Yeah. Uh, so my last one is one that I've done many years prior. Uh, I didn't do it last year, but I decided to bring it back uh, is we'll finally see what the heck retro has been doing since tropical freeze because <laughs> I've been exist. waiting. They still. Yeah. So, so I kind of, <laughs> I kind of already got a point in that without even realizing it. <laughs> But it's not what I wanted, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, and then my final pre prediction is that we're going to see um, pretty much one of these uh, silly, unprecedented sequels in the terms of like how we got like the Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer uh, or like the Animal Crossing um, board game map, where it's something that fans really want to see, but it's just going to be it's going to be pretty much be like exactly what they do not want to see. So it could be like a pretty much F zero, but then it's not really. It's like an F zero like Monopoly game or something. I don't know, but it's going to be something like off the wall that includes like a franchise that's heavily desired for a new game, but it's just going to be some random side project game that nobody's going to want and it's going to sell horribly like the that metroid prime federation force and other games like that <laughs> you, know, you know what you know what my, came to mind when you said that now honestly an f-zero game where you play as a me in the in the blue falcon kind of deal almost like nintendo land but you're not actually on a track you're in one of those you know amuse those kind of like kitty rides if you will outside of grocery stores from the 80s that you put the quarter in and it just kind of rocks back and forth that's the game that's the whole game i was sitting in dairy queen the other day and so they had one inside inside oh my god the, it was awful and the and the little kid just kept riding it over i think it was like 10 times in a row and it was so loud too it was like oh man <laughs> 
that's I, that's I didn't know those things are still around. But yeah, could you imagine that? Isn't that one Yeah, that would be Nintendo for you. Nice. I love how our most of our, our predictions this year are on the negative slant. <laughs> They're like, we've been jaded. <laughs> I, I think it's not, the years of being let down. I, I keep, true. I keep going towards like, oh, I we need like a new like Fire Emblem game. No, and then they're gonna like throw throw it out, and then finally like cancel it out, and then like, I really wanted to like stick with the Echoes game, but I really don't really see that coming true with Engage and stuff. So had Engage not been revealed, that would have been bringing that one forward and being hopeful. But yeah. I had to kind of think more of outside the box to try to see where I can get a point, especially with this <laughs> last one. So yeah. They well, never cease to surprise us. That's very true. Yeah. I did two two of mine are positive. Two are negative and one's kind of in the middle. Um, but this last one is definitely a safe one. And uh, I'm going to get a point already because I said Advance Wars is finally going to release. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank God. But it's still, you would expect that would be a shadow drop. That game's been ready since last yeah. year. They're yeah. still delayed it in a sense. Still, they still pushed it off. It better be one of the best games ever at that point. I won't know because I won't play it, but um, but I'll be happy for all those people who've been begging for it for so long. You're like me and Jakester. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, we'll see how we do at the end of 2023 as we uh, head into 2024 a year from now. Hopefully a little less than that. We'll uh, be revisiting our 2023 predictions and see how we do and you know, a couple of mine are already coming true. So it's looking pretty good for me this year. <laughs> didn't, didn't realize yeah, I mean, that I was going to get answers so quickly, though. I mean, to be all honest, I think at least three of mine are more positive than anything. I mean, my last one is not really like a slight. It's just more of like a they're so good at surprising us with the most bizarre game. And it tends not to be what anybody really wants. And they're somehow have so much intel on on what we don't want and not what we actually want sometimes that works and a lot of times it doesn't <laughs> and you mm -hmm. listed all examples of bad <laughs> That's true. well those are just like the first those are the easiest ones to come to mind because they're much more recent so it's <laughs> i still yeah. remember like huston saying like go game of the year at animal crossing happy home designer like that's still like ingrained like ingrained in my head like you picked like this weird side project <laughs> game for a game that for a series you absolutely love. And it was just because you didn't really play anything else. <laughs> well, let's yeah, move into uh, this Nintendo Direct that we have alluded to uh, a lot tonight. Uh, yeah, they kind of surprised us and threw out a Nintendo Direct on February 8th. And yeah, there was a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff announced and a lot of, you know, my predictions that have already come true. So let's dig into the Nintendo Direct. And we're just going to, go through the announcements and uh, and just talk about it as as they come. I, I've written down all everything like for the order that they actually played it in um, because, you know, the press releases are always like in a weird um, other, you know, order of things. But uh, I feel like they hit a shuffle button before they send out that press release. It's I like, so how can we make this more confusing? Yeah. Like, let's just shuffle the list of the announcements and make people watch the video and figure out what order the stuff was in yeah what's much. worse is when you like decide to look up what games it's like all the games announced and then they talk about like the top five big things and that's it and i'm like that's not all the games yeah give us all the games yeah yeah so looks like there we go all right 
So I was having trouble with the video playing, but uh, looks like we've got it now. So yeah, let's run through the announcements for uh, the Nintendo Direct on February 8th, 2023. We will have it playing uh, if you're watching the video version on the side here. Um, not going to be sticking exactly with everything that uh, was announced, uh, of course, but uh, that way you can at least see a little bit of what we're talking about. And uh, as you are watching the video, we started off with Pikmin 4. So we got an announcement that that's coming out on July 21st of this year. Pretty much all these games are coming out this year. So if I forget to say the uh, the year itself, just know 2023 uh, is, is the year. So Pikmin 4 is coming out July 21st, and they've added a dog-like character named Ochi. And a new ice type Poke or Pikmin, sorry, not a Pokemon, uh, Pikmin. <laughs> that would be interesting if they added Pokemon to the game. Uh, and uh, to be honest, guys, all, all I could think of is this game would look amazing in 4K HDR. Um, but uh, we talked about Pikmin, and then we also got news on Volume 3 of Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Expansion Pass. is coming February 15th, so just a couple days away, Barry. And uh, Volume 4 is coming later in 2023. So let's just hit those the the Pikmin and the Xenoblade Chronicles. What did you guys think about that, Barry? I'm happy to see Pikmin 4 finally. Uh, the dog is cute, adorable. I want an amiibo of him. Um, not sure if I'll play it, but I'm, uh, I'm very happy for the Pikmin fans out there. Uh, Xenoblade, I'm not sure if I'm going to do the thing at 2.15. Uh, I mean, I might... Uh, just do that one blade. But for me, it's all about that final, that new story thing. That, that I was verbally gleeing and screaming and, oh, my God, that is what I wanted to see. That's what I thought Xenoblade 3 was going to be. The, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely a prequel to 3, but, oh, my God. That they all, and they only showed enough. They didn't, they didn't linger on it. They're like, we're going to show enough that if you're in the know, you know how important this is. And uh, yeah, that 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 could be my game of the year. For all Expansion. I know, like I'm so <laughs> excited for that. I'm expecting it to be like Torna, where they're like released separately as a separate standalone uh, game because Torna was like a prequel to two. So I'm expecting this to be you know standalone prequel to one. Um, and it just looks like everything we've been theorizing and praying it would be. So color me very excited for it. Nice, nice, Greg. What'd you think about these two? Um, Pikmin 4 definitely came out of like right field for me. I was, I think, I know in previous years I had even predicted that for kind of linking to our last section, but I was definitely very excited and happy to see that there actually is a release date and the game is officially real and to actually see the gameplay. So pretty much for anyone that has been following the podcast, you know that I started with 3 and I absolutely love the game playing with my daughter and I've been very excited for number 4 to finally be coming out. So um, definitely we'll be picking this up uh, this summertime and be looking forward to enjoying the new story and see where it goes. Um, in terms of the Xenoblade stuff, I still need to, as Barry said very early on, I need to get back into playing the game before I can get more excited about expansion pass stuff and probably unfortunately likely won't have a lot of time for all the, like all the expansions just due to my huge backlog of games. Like I'm probably not even getting like the Fire Woman Gauge expansion stuff just for reference. I'm not just trying to play favorites or anything. I just literally just I'm way behind on games and DLC is gonna be falling behind. <laughs> 
Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, I, Pikmin Four is definitely the the game that I'm most excited about. And I just, again, I just wish, like, man, it's always such a pretty game, and I think they did a really good job. But uh, if only that that next Switch was coming out this year, then we'd be able to have it on there. But <laughs> we've all predicted it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, and then we uh, we get to see Samba de Amigo Party Central. Uh, it's coming out in this summer with 40 songs and online play. We saw Fashion Dreamer coming out sometime in 2023. This is an ex- exclusive to Switch. And uh, well, you'll be becoming a stylish influencer, which is uh, very um, prominent uh, nowadays. Um, in fact, I just got an Instagram. Someone totally side sidebar but uh someone reached out to me to uh try to become an influencer um on instagram because they want me to wear their jewelry i told them no <laughs> um so but maybe if i i play a fashion dreamer maybe i'll i'll get ready for that uh, and also we uh, got some dead cells dlc it's coming on march 6th with return to castlevania and also tron identity is coming out in april this is the uh, first for consoles on switch and uh, yeah, let's just stop there. So Samba de Amigo, Party Central, Summer, Fashion Dreamer in 2023, Dead Cells DLC, Return to Castlevania on March 6th, and Tron Identity uh, on April twenty or April this year. So what'd you think, Barry? Um, for me, I'm going to say Samba de Amigo was a surprise. I did not expect that to ever come back. Uh, really cool. Uh, fashion dreamer, I have no interest in, but it's one of those that, you know, I can see a lot of, you know, younger, uh, children, girls, or even adult girls that may be interested in it. And you know what? That's awesome. I hope they really enjoy it. Uh, marvelous does some cool stuff. Uh, Tron, I was not expecting a Tron game at all. So that was just kind of like, wait, what? Um, but it could be interesting. And, uh, what was the other one? Details. DLC. Oh, Dead Cells. Dead Cells is a game that I tried to play and I just couldn't get into, but I love the look of the DLC. I love the remixes and the music. I love Castlevania, but I don't know if it's enough to get me to pop in Dead Cells it's a again. Roguelike. Oh. No, it's it's a roguelike in the worst way for me. I'm just yeah. not a fan of it. Yeah. Yeah. Greg, what do you think? Yeah, most of these I believe were basically past for me but definitely excited for people that like these kinds of games like the fashion dreamer and like the samba one were nothing that i was really looking for or excited about but i was excited for those that do like those kinds of games um the castlevania one was almost was thinking i was gonna be like a separate game that they were actually were making but then it turned out it was like dlc and then um so it's Unfortunately, it'll probably be a pass there because I mean, I really did like the NES Castlevania and it really did look really cool. And I loved all the throwbacks to the music and everything, but probably not worth just getting a game just to get extra DLC for just to play a few of those or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the final piece was the what was the last one we stopped on? The Arbitron. Yeah, I never really played too much of the like Tron like games before, but I have no idea if it's something I'll be looking into, but I don't know. It's pretty much uh, up in the air. I think it was this point in the direct where I was just kind of more slowly watching and not really mm-hmm. as attention to as the very beginning and the upcoming stuff that we have to talk about. Makes sense. Yep. I'm right with you guys <clears throat> as well. Nothing really stood out. So let's keep it moving. And uh, we got, we're getting ghost trick is uh, coming back to the Switch in an enhanced version. So Ghost Trick, Phantom Detective, coming out this summer. 
We got another game called Deca Police. It's coming out sometime this year. This is a puzzle and action-based detective game. It looks pretty cool. Um, also, Bayonetta Origins. And I'm going to butcher this name. Is it Cereza? Yeah, Cereza. It, Cereza. It almost looks like you're in the last name, Barry. And the uh, and the Lost Demon, March seventeenth, so not too far. And uh, this they really changed up the Bayonetta style as well. This is a storybook style, two point five D kind of top down adventure where you have to use uh, Cheshire rather than actually uh, attacking yourself. So kind of looks pretty interesting. So we'll yeah we'll just chat about that. Ghost Trick, Deca Police, and Bayonetta Origins. What do you think, Barry? Ghost Trick is a phenomenal game that was underlooked and underappreciated on the uh the ds uh i'm very excited for it i'm unfortunately i think it's only digital because capcom is crapcom so uh i wish they would do a physical for it a uh, deck of police looks fantastic level five one takeaway from this direct is level five is back and uh, deck of police looks phenomenal and bayonet origins i'm anticipating playing it and uh, hopefully enjoying it. I'm not sure how I'll feel about not being able to attack and relying on another, you know, character. But I guess we'll see how it controls. Yeah, yeah, Greg. Yeah, these were mostly more like past titles again. So was it anything that really stood out to me to look out to be on the lookout for? I mean, the Bayonetta one did was kind of surprising, but I know that was somewhat kind of like hinted based on all that drama going around Bayonetta 3 at the time of its launch with like the change in voice actors or voice actresses and stuff. So um, not super surprising, but it is kind of an interesting concept that they're willing to expand on. And I don't know, maybe it might be something that's possibly worth a rental or see if there's a demo or something to see if I might actually like that. Nice. Nice. Let's move on. We had Splatoon 3 paid DLC expansion pass. It's going to be, uh, it was uh, available for purchase later that day. So on February 8th, Wave 1 is going to bring back Inkopolis, which looks like to be essentially a uh, different aesthetic, but similar functionality as the as the, the lobby that you're used to in the game. And that's going to be available spring 2023. And then Wave 2 is... Uh, as a side order seems to be uh, a new location that is mostly white, but also sepia tone. So it kind of like, they didn't tell a whole lot about it. It just seems to be covered in white and you're like, Oh, that's really interesting. Um, and that's, that's all we really know is a very short teaser about what was going to come in wave two with side order. Uh, we also got to see Disney illusion Island. It's coming out July 28th. And this is a side scrolling adventure. It looks like the cartoon. That they've uh, res uh, that resembles like the old school style of Mario or not Mario Mickey, um, you know they're they're easily changed out. I don't really know, uh, but Mickey and Minnie, uh, and you can control four characters at a time, so that'd be fun. And uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and throw in Fire Emblem and Engage in there as well. Expansion pass uh, with more emblems coming. So Wave Two is going to include Hector, Soren, Camellia, and that was available. Camilla, sorry. And that was available that day on February 8th. And then Wave 3 is going to include Krom, Robin, and Veronica. And Wave 4 is a new Phil Xenolog story. So that's all coming at some point. They didn't attach dates to those, but we got information on Wave 2, 3, and 4 for Fire, Fire Emblem Engage. So we got Splatoon uh, 3, paid DLC expansion pass. We got Disney Illusion Island and Fire Emblem Engage expansion passes. What do you think, Barry? 
Uh, Splatoon 3 doesn't interest me, although I will say the trailer for Side Order looks really cool, and I'm kind of curious about it. I think Inkopolypse is great. I love nostalgia. I love going back to the beginning, but I don't see the point in paying for it when there's nothing new or nothing exclusive there. It just, like, really... You couldn't add something new? No? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like go back through the, the Splatoon 1 story mode at the very least, but no, nothing. Uh, Disney Illusion Island looks cool. It looks like Rayman. Uh, so I, I might might play that. It depends. Uh, July is a very busy month for me. Uh, and then Fire Emblem Engage. Like I said, I beat it. I had no interest in getting Wave 1 or 2 because I already beat it. Wave 4 kind of interests me because of the new story, but I'm going to wait and see what that's like. Nice, nice. Greg, how about you? Yeah, so normally I've been on top of the Splatoon um, DLC, but there wasn't really anything to be super excited about. I mean, even before they got to the side order one, I was like, what's next? Splatoon 2, like coming into <laughs> Splatoon 3 as well. But um, thankfully they didn't go that route. So otherwise that would have been terribly predictable, but um, probably will be a likely pass. And like Barry said, I don't know what you can really do with having the first like pretty much essentially the first games hub in the new game like in three so i mean if they're bringing back that awesome little jumping mini game that'd be really cool too but it doesn't see seems like it's more shop based and just like a fresh coat of paint on the ui to modernize it to switch so it's doesn't seem like it's entirely worth it um as i already talked about with the xenoblade uh expansion stuff i probably won't be getting the Fire Emblem one despite being huge into the Fire Emblem series. And that's just due to the major backlog of games that I need to be looking into. So it's not really anything that's like it's bad or anything like that. It's just simply I really probably won't have the time to go through it. And then the Disney's game is looks absolutely incredible to me. And I'm beyond excited for that one, actually. And I've already been trying to like sell it to like my girlfriend thinking I was like, this will be awesome, really fun game to check out later this summer. Cause it's essentially almost like what you were alluding to with the super Mario, but it, now with like Disney characters. So it's kind of cool. It's like a side scroll, like pretty much new super Mario brothers, but like new soup, like new uh, Mickey mouse brothers or something like, <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm totally with you guys as well. Um, side order looks definitely the, the most interesting from, from Splatoon as well. And yeah, I like, yeah, I'm with you. I'm like, why would people pay to basically just have a different aesthetic for their lobby? Like that doesn't make sense to me at all. So people buy cosmetic items all the time in games like Fortnite though. So yeah, I guess so. But I just don't hang out very much there. I I, I just like jump right into a game now. Like that's, that doesn't matter, but um, and uh, yeah, I Disney Illusion Island is the the thing that I'm most excited about for that as well. Uh, let's jump in in the next set of games. We uh, heard about a game called Harmony: The Fall of Reverie, which is going to come out on June uh, sometime this year in June. Um, and uh, this is a narrative adventure where you harness the gift of your gift of clairvoyance to change the story's outcome and switch is the first console to so be console exclusive uh, at the beginning with switch and then uh, octopath traveler 2 we found out that the prologue dropped later that day on february 8th and the game is going to come out on february 24th but you can play the the prologue and uh, get quite a bit of the game in uh, up front and i believe the uh, the save data also transfers over so yep. that makes lots of people happy for sure 
And then there's a game called We Love Katamari Reroll plus Royal Reverie Remake. Uh, this is uh, coming out on June 2nd and with five new challenges and Switch Online members can actually play a demo of Katamari Demar. Katamari Damacy reroll starting on February 20th. And Sea of Stars is another game that's going to be coming out. It's an RPG with a free demo that launched later that day as well. The game comes out on August 29th. So Harmony, The Fall of Reverie, Octopath Traveler 2, We Love Katamari reroll and that whole remake, and uh, and Sea of Stars. What do you think, Barry? Well, I'd say everybody on this podcast better be super excited for Harmony, The Fall of Reverie. Because that is made by Dotnod, the makers of Life is Strange 1 and 2. So mm-hmm. I am very, very excited for this. Uh, I, I can't wait to see what they do with it and this, how the story unfolds. So uh, that is definitely a big one for me. Octopath Traveler 2, of course, I'm already playing the demo. Uh, so I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that game. Phenomenal. And uh, we love Katamari. I, I never really played the Katamari games, but I'm super excited that this is coming because I've heard this is the best. Uh, so it's great to get older games, you know, playable on newer systems. Uh, sea of Stars is one. I'm not doing the demo, but I am a Kickstarter backer of that game from a long time ago. It looks great, and I can't wait to, to uh, you know, journey in that game. That game looks awesome. Nice, nice, Greg. <laughs> if that one game you're, you're saying is from the developers of Life is Strange, that there's a chance yep. I might have actually skipped over that um, part of the direct. Like, if it looked like possibly something my daughter couldn't really play or should watch, so um, that possibly would interest me. I need to re-review that section. I'm sure it probably will, based on your knowledge of it, Barry. So, um, pretty much the Octopath Traveler two does. This is pretty much right up my alley as I enjoyed or at least what I played of the first one. Hopefully I'll have time to actually play more of the second one. And pretty much the other ones were not much for me, but glad for other people that are excited to play those. Yeah. 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 I, I'm, I'm excited about the, the Harmony Fall of Reverie. It, it looked interesting even before I figured out what was going on. I was like, oh, this is really cool. And then I was done. Like, oh, go figure it is. Um, but uh yeah, and then Octopath Traveler, I love the look of that game, but uh, I just don't have time for for those kind of games, um, for RPGs and stuff, but <laughs> it looks fantastic. I've said that so many times. That The whole Octopath Traveler 1 looks awesome. I love what they're doing with the, with the art style for sure. Um, and then next set of games, we got Omega Strikers. This is a top-down teams game with uh, teams of three. There's completely air hockey, essentially, but you're playing it with characters. Uh, that's coming out on on April 27th. And then Etrian Odyssey Origins Collection. It's a collection of three games. It's going to be coming out on June 1st, and each game is also going to be available separately on the eShop. So if you just wanted to buy uh, one or two of them, uh, instead of the entire collection, you can do that. Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp finally has a new release date of April 21st. We'll see if it actually holds to that again. Maybe they'll delay it one more time. Uh, but uh, it's supposedly coming out on April 21st now. And also, we got Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe dropping on February 24th. And uh, in this game, Megalore must regain his powers by gaining magic points over 20 stages four players can play simultaneously and uh, you can play it after beating the story mode of the main game and there's also a demo available 
that uh, that dropped that day as well. So we got Omega Strikers, Etrian Odyssey, Advance Wars, and Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. Barry, what'd you think? Omega Strikers looks interesting, but it's weird that there's a pre-order for a free-to-play game. To me, that's just really weird. <laughs> it's a free-to-play game. Why do you need to pre-order it? Um, and the way a lot of these free-to-play games are going lately, um, I don't have faith that it's going to survive. Uh, so many games lately have been canceled. So best of luck to you, Omega Strikers. I wish you well. <laughs> um, Etrian Odyssey. I love Etrian Odyssey. Um, it's a great series in the DS and the 3DS. It's a little more hardcore of an RPG, but they did uh, a show off a of picnic mode and auto draw. And I, that was one of the biggest features of the game was that you could draw the map as you go through with the bottom screen. And since it's the Switch, that's definitely uh, a tougher thing to do. So I'm glad they, they found a way to do it, but also made the auto fill in. Uh, I know physically it's coming out in Asia and Japan, hopefully with English, and hopefully we get a release here. Um, these games are, are great, and I'm so happy to see these come back. So I want a second collection after this. Uh, again, more DS love. I love there's so much DS and 3DS love in this direct, so great there. Uh, Advance Wars 1 and 2, again, uh, handheld love. I'm, I you know, I'm, probably won't play it, but I'm so glad it's finally coming out. And Kirby Routine, Return to Dreamland Deluxe is a title that I wasn't planning on playing because I did the Wii version uh, years, years ago. And it's coming out the same day as as Octopath Traveler 2. But then they showed the Megalore epilogue, mm-hmm. and I'm like... <sighs> so now it's like, do I go through it again? So I'm going to back burner it. I'm going to focus on Octopath, but it's going to be one of those where it's like, hey, I've got a week before the next game I really want to play is on. All right, I'm going to do Kirby during that time period. Nice, nice. Greg, what did you think about these? Yeah, the first one was more of like a, again, probably likely to be a pass. Um, I did have Etriana C4, I think, on 3DS, and I didn't really get super far into it. It was just, a little bit more difficult than what I was expecting. So um, unfortunately, I will probably be passing on this uh, collection pack, but it always could be a potential back burner item if I ever need some more um, hardcore RPGs to dive into. I've already got a nice backlog going on. <laughs> um, Advance Wars have been pretty much excited since like they announced it because it's supposed to be similar to Fire Emblem and like Project uh, Triangle Strategy. So just been waiting eagerly for this to come out. So probably one of those day one pickups. And then um, the Kirby's deluxe one almost gave me like a Bowser's Fury kind of grasp to it, almost like how they're adding like in like a bonus Kirby mode. So um, I actually didn't really play Return to Dreamland as I wasn't really big into Kirby games at that time. So it's probably likely be a pickup for me to enjoy with like my daughter and my girlfriend to play it. At like three three players at a time, like locally, it sounds like it would be a lot of fun. Cool, cool. Yeah, I think earlier the the one that I <laughs> it's oddly enough I'm excited about Omega Strikers just to try it out. It seems so quirky and everything, and and I didn't realize it was free to play, so that's that's great. I won't have to invest any money to actually uh, check this game out. Um, so yeah, it just seems so silly, and I, it might be one of those things that I play for thirty minutes and I never play again, but. I'll check it out, especially since it's free. 
Well, the next thing we got is a big announcement and another one of my predictions coming true that uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games are coming to Nintendo, Nintendo Switch Online. And then they dropped that they were they were adding them that day. So on Game Boy, you can use the Game Boy uh, just the regular colors for Game Boys, the green-ish screen. Also, the Game Boy Pockets are more of the black and white or the Game Boy Color colors, uh, which uh, has an actual color palette, palette behind the games. You can play up to two players uh, locally or online for games that support that. And at launch, they launched Tetris, Super Mario Land 2, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening DX, Gargoyles Quest, Game & Watch Gallery 3, Alone in the Dark, The New Nightmare, Metroid 2, uh, Return of Samus, Wario Land 3, Kirby's Dream Land, and then later we know that we're going to at least get Zelda Oracle Seasons and Ages, a Pokemon uh, trading card game, and Kirby Tilt and Tumble were just ones that they they tease that will eventually come. And then Game Boy Advance uh comes to the expansion pass membership so this is also you know you get n64 games you're also going to get game boy advance games this is up to four players uh for games that do uh allow for up to four players and at launch we got super uh, super mario advance 4 which is super mario brothers 3 um, plus the other levels WarioWare, uh kuru kuru kururin kururin yeah i'm sure i butchered that but whatever uh Mar mario kart super circuit Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga and uh, Legend of Zelda Minish Cap. And then later we're going to be getting Metroid Fusion, Kirby, Kirby and the Amazing Mirror, Fire Emblem, F-Zero Maximum Velocity, and Golden Sun at least. Uh, but also more games coming beyond that. But that's all they teased on February 8th. So Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games finally on Nintendo Switch Online. Barry, how excited are you? I was very excited. I've already dove in already and, and had a lot of fun. And I'm, I'm excited that some people get to experience some of these games for the first time. So I think that's really cool. And uh, one thing I did want to bring up for the previous segment that I forgot about uh, until I was just started watching the direct again is with Advanced Wars, I guess due to the sensitivity of Ukraine, I don't know if you noticed, but they actually showed zero gameplay. It was literally just all cutscene uh -huh. trailer. Like, they, <laughs> like war is still going on, but we're going to be sensitive and not show any gameplay in this trailer whatsoever. I just thought that was interesting that Nintendo would do that. That is, that is, yeah. Meanwhile, we're, you know, shooting other things and throwing bombs at other things, but yeah. not, not in a game exactly. called War. Yeah. <laughs> so, that is interesting. So, Greg, any thoughts about Game Boy? Game Boy Advance? I was honestly kind of surprised with some of the selections ones, at least the ones that are coming like down the line. So, it's like they have like Mario Kart Super Circuit, which is... Not exactly <laughs> the most uh, highly rated Mario Kart game, but I mean, then you also have some also like super stellar games like the Superstar Saga, and I was really surprised to see like Fire Emblem. So I, I bet Jigster was kind of getting kind of uh, mad because like he was, I know he was kind of going through and purchasing all these games on Wii U, like oh they're all going to go away, can't like won't be able to play them again, and then now they're right here on Switch, so. Um, yeah, it's definitely great to have them here, and there'll be some of these that'll be probably firing up. Hopefully, if I have like downtime or just in the mood for just something retro, so it's yeah. always great to have more games there. And 
as we said before, just wish it wasn't at this like super slow trickle pace and actually try to make these have a decent size of the library on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now I have to I have to interject here for a second, Greg. I'm out of curiosity. According to Metacritic, um, do you know where Mario Kart Super Circuit places? No, I didn't. I just have my own personal experience with it that I I don't usually look up that stuff. So Mario Kart Super Circuit is actually the number one rated Mario Kart game with a 93 above really? even Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on Switch with a 92. Yes, it is. Wow. It is the number one rated on Metacritic for all of Mario Kart. <laughs> I know I played it a ton, but it was one of the only, like the few Game Boy Advance games I had in the beginning. Um, but I played that game so much. I was so excited to have a handheld Mario Kart game. It, uh, Mario Kart 8 DLC pack is, is 90, but those are the only two. Like Double Dash is an 87, 64 is an 83. Uh, Super Mario Kart actually didn't get a uh, rating because Super Nintendo. Uh, Mario Kart Wii was an 82. DS was, oh, DS was a 91, so that's another 90, but still lower. Mario Kart 8 on Wii U was an 88. 7 was an 85. Home Circuit was a 75. So, yeah. There's only three that have 90s in the Metacritic, and number one is Super Circuit. That's, so, <laughs> it, it, yeah, I mean, I, you always yeah. hear how people review bomb Metacritic and how incorrect they are with their assumptions <laughs> on stuff. So, That's true. and reviews are <laughs> definitely different than they were, you know, of course, years ago. I just thought it was ago, funny with them saying like, "Oh, it's not regarded yeah, well," and I'm like, "Well, it's the number one." That that is that is well, pretty much anyone sure. I've talked to usually it just remembers how bad the it's because it's like the super nintendo controls and anyone that's played the super nintendo one after mario kart 8 will tell you that the controls are definitely a lot more refined in mario kart 8 and mario oh, kart you 8 gotta get used to them for sure the super circuit is is better than the original for sure but uh, oh yeah i mean i know it's like a, at least a step up from there but i mean and yeah. it also was the first one to really expand the track list by quite a significant margin right. too yeah they had all the super nintendo courses in there but yeah um but i control wise it's yeah i mean <laughs> it, i still it found, doesn't like, hold up <laughs> yeah I, that's what i was getting at is it doesn't i don't know if the controls necessarily hold up as much as yeah you would think i mean if it had like mario kart 8 deluxe controls then it would be probably super incredible but it wasn't mm-hmm. designed with that in mind so it, they're obviously leaving that as is so yep well, let's keep on moving because we still got quite a bit to talk about. Metroid Prime Remastered was announced. Digital came out that day, but the physical is coming out on February 22nd. This is remastered for Switch with dual stick controls and actually several different control options on Metroid Prime Remastered. Not two and three, not the trilogy, just the first one. Um, so Greg and I are still holding on. We got one third of our prediction so far. <laughs> Uh, we got Master Detective Archives Rain Code is coming out on June 30th. And this is uh, you help the World Detective Organization solve some some cases. And uh, Baton Kaitos, uh, I don't think that's right, but Baton Kaitos, I'm not really sure on the pronunciation on that one. But 1 and 2 HD Remastered is coming this summer. These are remakes of the GameCube games. And you're going to stand up to the Empire in this card-based real-time battle RPG. 
Also, we got uh, Fantasy Life, I, the girl who steals time. It's coming out sometime this year, and you're going to be traveling between the past and present to make this island your own. And also, a uh, we'll wait to keep on going. Uh, We got a very, very quick teaser, but made me very happy that Professor Layton is coming back. Professor Layton and the New World of Steam is coming out sometime. Uh, but this is a brand new adventure. And also we got information on Mario Kart 8 Deluxe DLC. Wave 4 is coming out on in spring 2023 with Yoshi's Island. And we're getting a new character in this wave with Birdo coming uh, to the game. I kind of forgot that Birdo wasn't a character, to be honest with you. I thought it was already in the game, but uh, I was wrong. So Metroid Prime Remastered, Master Detectives Archive, Batten Kaidos, Fantasy Life, Professor Layton, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe DLC. What'd you think, Barry? This was such a great section. Oh my God. Uh, Metro Primer Master looks fantastic. And so glad they're giving us a physical. Uh, just, just amazing. Master Detective Archives Rain Code is a game I've been looking forward to. It's from the Denk and Rampa team. Uh, so yes, very much high on my list. Uh, probably won't play it at launch, but... Uh, because of other games, but it depends. If I could squeeze it in before before uh, Trails of Reverie, uh, I'll go for it. Uh, Button Cutouts 1 and 2 are two of the best games on the GameCube, bar none. They're phenomenal RPGs, and they're also made by Monolith Soft. So that's the Monolith Soft game I was hoping to see, but wasn't expecting. So uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely awesome. I think the only negative is that I think it's only going to be Japanese audio even though there's English dubs in the GameCube version, which kind of sucks. But yeah, absolutely phenomenal games. And uh, it's also a weird rights issue. Like, I don't know. I know Bandai Namco is publishing this, and they did publish the first one. But the the second one, at least outside of Japan, was published by Nintendo. And like, or Batenketa's Origins, like spirits and, and uh, you know trophies have appeared in Smash Brothers because Nintendo published it. So I don't know what's going on with that. And obviously they own Monolith Soft. So uh but it's just great to see it come back. Fantasy Life is one of those, one of the best games that so few people have played on the 3DS. And again, level five coming back. Uh, so I'm really excited to see a new Fantasy Life. Uh, definitely worth time if, if the first game's anything to go by. And Professor Layton, and again, level five, just really come back. Can't wait for a new Professor Layton. And Mario Kart 8 booster i mean new courses are great i'm assuming the yoshi's island is also going to appear in tour but it hasn't yet um characters were something i did not expect and they said there's going to be more characters besides birdo and that has me excited because are we only going to get mario characters or are they going to throw in more nintendo characters randomly like here's samus (laughs) or something like that like who knows that's true that's true greg what you think yeah, the as we t- talked about with the predictions and stuff, like I was super excited to see Metroid Prime. I do find it very odd that Nintendo is the digital version already out now, and the physical versions later. They typically don't do that, so that was kind of a surprise there. But again, I'll probably just be getting the digital version as I absolutely can't wait to start playing it, even though it's already out. I didn't download it yet. Um, Fantasy Life, I didn't really like a lot on 3ds so that will probably likely be another pass um the bait and kratos with the card game it just as soon as i saw the cards i got the color splash uh pst ptsd oh no it's nothing like color splash (laughs) 
nothing like Color Splash. Whenever they say that there's card battles, it's just kind of instantly <laughs> no. turns me away. But the um, cards are actually interesting in, the, in that game because they actually age. So like you get like like a, an apple, and like the more you use it, like eventually it turns into a withered apple. So like a point, like so it's no longer you can't use it to heal yourself. So now it's like a, a bomb. You could use it to, to damage enemies, and like cards will evolve like that naturally just based on use. Uh, it's a really cool mechanic, but nothing like color splash at all. Yeah, probably likely the case, but I mean, I was, as I was saying, that's just whenever I hear that the card game, I get PTSD. Mm-hmm. It's probably a great game, and I probably will probably actually trying to check it out because it does sound like it's really fun. But that's just the initial impression there. Um, let's see, yeah, it was Fantasy Life and what other? Professor Layton games? and Mario Kart. I was never huge into the Professor Layton games, but my friend was, so it was beyond excited like excited for him to be able to have a new game in the series and it might actually be something i check into because he's been trying to get me to play those as well so it does sound like it'd be pretty interesting um and then finally the mario kart 8 deluxe courses that sounded that yoshi's island course looks really incredible and also is very taken off guard with the the new character announcement so I don't know if they'll be just kind of filtering ones in from tour or like Barry said, is this the chance to like add like Samus and other ones? Cause Mario Kart 8 already has whatever Link and Villager and stuff like that for not from the Mario Kart universe. So maybe Kirby might get a chance to race. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm just so excited for, I mean, all of those announcements are great, but man, I did not expect Professor Layton to come back. So I'm, so thrilled yeah because i thought they i thought the developer even said that they were done with everything they wanted to do with yep. it and i think that's where it caught everybody did his piece too the, mm-hmm. which i enjoyed that game too i didn't play it I, i'm sure it was good but i just i never played it because i was, I was wanting, yeah i was wanting you know mainline game and yeah I, I did not expect it but very excited to see it well then we got a sizzle reel of minecraft legends on april 18th blanc on February 14th, Mega Man Battle Network games are coming on, on April 14th. Have a Nice Death on March 22nd. WBSCE Baseball Power Pros came out that day on February 8th. Disney Dreamlight Valley uh, came out that day in early access. And Tales of Symphonia Remastered is coming out in a couple days on February 17th. So again, Minecraft Legends, Blanc, Mega Man Battle Network, have a nice death. WBSC eBaseball Power Pros, Disney Dreamlight Valley, and Tales of Symphonia Remastered. Of these games, what do you think, Barry? Uh, Minecraft Legends don't care. Blanc was, looks like it's going to make me cry, so I'm probably not going to play it. Mega Man Battle Network are amazing games, so absolutely getting it, but I probably won't have time to go through those again. Have a nice death looks interesting. Uh, I already played. Uh, be baseball power pros uh it's worth checking out for a dollar if you want very simple baseball um disney dream white valley is not a game that interests me but for all lion king fans out there i'm very happy uh and tales of symphonia remastered i love the tales of games symphonia is is definitely up there and if you haven't played it it's a must play jrpg period nice greg what'd you think pretty much most of these for me i think were more like snoozer picks that might just be if I really need a new game kind of thing to check out and pretty much I can just about leave it at that. I mean, I was to, 
didn't think anything really stood out like super incredible that I have to get or need to buy right away kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You say you like RPGs and you just called Tales of a Snoozer. <laughs> like like your RPG code card gets revoked, my friend. Like, uh, uh, that's I was surprised that's... like is it because we know so much about it already that they just put it in the in the sizzle reel? I was yeah, that's why I was a little surprised. Okay, already. yeah, it comes out this week. Yeah, yeah, like it's yeah. I mean, I don't, I haven't played any of the Tales games before, so um, I know oh you've God. been highly recommending them, but how? I mean, <laughs> I probably have less time than Steve, but then I have a huge backlog of RPGs that I have a lot more experience with, and at least have div- <laughs> dove into previous games. <laughs> If only you could play like three RPGs at the same time. Oh man. Exactly. <laughs> like really using your feet on some and hands on the other. <laughs> that well, would actually make it to the blade. <laughs> <laughs> Blanc looks interesting. I, I was interested when that game first came out because it came out on other systems uh, before. And uh yeah, it's just it's been uh it's been something I I may end up eventually checking it out. Um I may check out Power Pros just because it's, you know, like you said, it's 99 cents. So I'm, I might be, uh, <laughs> might be spending, you know, a whole dollar on that. I use, I use the gold coins on that too. <laughs> nice. That's, that's the good thing to use them on. Yeah. Cause before, if you don't, it's like a dollar a half off of a $60 game. But I'm like, if I can get a whole game for free, there we go. I feel like I'm winning. <laughs> Even if I only use one button the whole game. <laughs> No, use other buttons if you don't play on the easy assist. Oh, I guess don't don't play on easy assist. Yeah, turn it off and then you can actually play baseball. But I didn't for my one game that I played, and I was like, wow, (laughs) this is really, really just literally one button. Well, perfect timing because uh, we are ending our discussion here with the very last thing that was shown off in the Nintendo Direct with Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. So if you're watching the video version, the trailers uh, and announcements just came on the screen. Uh, We find out uh, some stuff, but not a whole lot. Still kind of things we have to speculate around. It looks like enemies are coming possibly from the Red Moon. Uh, Link's arm seems to be mechanical, possibly lost it in battle to this evil tentacle thing. Uh, Zelda says at one point, please lend him your power. So I'm not really sure who he's talking, she's talking to at that point. Uh, but the game will drop on May 12th of this year. Standard edition price is going to be $69.99. So a whole $10 more than a usual top tier, uh, AAA game. But there's also going to be a collector's edition available for $129.99 here in America with a concept art book, a steel book, a poster and four pins. We also know that a new Link Amiibo is going to be coming. And in the meantime, you can get Breath of the Wild uh, for 30% off in Nintendo's online store, both digitally and physically, until February 19th. So if you haven't played Breath of the Wild, grab it for 30% off on Nintendo's online store. And if that pricing is a lot for you, uh, just a quick reminder that um, if you're okay with going digital that Nintendo does offer vouchers and you can buy two vouchers for a hundred bucks. So you actually are able to get the game for 50 if you buy the voucher ahead of time. So Barry, what'd you think of what we saw from tears of the kingdom? I mean, I didn't need to see this trailer. I was already (laughs) sold on the game. So I'm already excited. Uh, I've seen a lot of people, uh, uh, you know, getting upset about that price. And what I have to say, like, oh, it's a, on, on a system that's six years old, like, how could it be $70, blah, blah, blah. 
Uh, first off, I don't think price of a game should be determined by the age of the system at all. Uh, second off, the uh, growing up, we paid $70 in the 90s for a game. So that's honestly nothing new. Uh, one thing I think a lot of people don't pay attention to is physical media. Switch cards are very expensive. Learned this firsthand, publishing games. So I believe this is going to be one of the bigger cards, and it's going to be the complete game physically. So they're charging a little more because of that, and I totally understand that. And I would rather pay an extra $10 and have the game complete than pay $60 for a card that needs a download and can't be played offline. So I'm, I'm fine with that. The collector's edition looks great. Uh, my biggest problem with the collector's edition is not the price. It's the fact that Nintendo hates money because all these stores have put it up for pre-order, sold out within seconds, taken it down. Like, like it's a Zelda, Nintendo. Just, just let open pre-orders exist. Do open pre-orders and rake in money. Instead, you have these stores closing pre-orders after seconds, people getting frustrated that they can't buy it, pissed off, staring at the computer, get, get, getting mad. Don't anger your customers. Open pre-orders are your friend. Let people get your games and give you money. This is not hard. This is business 101. And they're still doing this. They didn't learn anything with Xenoblade 3. They didn't learn anything with previous ones. It's just so frustrating. Like, come on. Do an open pre-order. This is Zelda. Every other company in the world would be like, open pre-orders for Zelda Collector's Edition. Yes. But they're like, nope. Nope. We're going to make this incredibly difficult and frustrating, which is a scalper's market then. Because I, I know people who have seven of these pre-ordered. Seven, and they're just scalping them. And I'm like, the only reason they're able to scalp them is because people who legit want them can't get them. Stop doing this, Nintendo. You are being stupid. Mm -hmm. uh, and the Amiibo looks great. I'm glad I got that pre-ordered. Uh, you know, Amiibo is virtually dead at this point. I think, I think they're just trickling out. Uh, but it's nice to see a new Zelda Amiibo. Absolutely, Greg. What'd you think about Tears of the Kingdom? As Barry said, I'm, I've already been pretty much sold on it since its announcement, so I've been beyond excited and just can't wait to finally get a chance to play it. But as Barry said, they don't really don't like they don't do very well with these special editions. It's like I know, like some genius, like I know, let's just print like five special editions. This that's the perfect number of that we need to sell to our customers. And like, yeah, that will make a lot of money. And then no, it's the scalpers that make all the money. It's like what the heck? Like you really should be. Had, like printing like hundreds of thousands of these things like i was able to get like the pre-order for the initial breath of the wild special edition but like i was thankful i'm not terribly interested in this one so like i didn't have to go out my way to try to pre-order it but it doesn't really surprise me that it's they're pretty much already gone and now like really it shouldn't be this hard to be printing more of the special editions for people that want to actually get them i mean it's yeah. they're creating this bad artificial demand and it's the scalpers are the ones that are profiting off of it. Yeah. Even if they said we've sold out of the initial allotment now. So if you pre-order it, you're not going to get it until, you know, September or something and still allowed people to pre-order them. People would still do it. They're selling for over $300 each on eBay over yeah. double price. And it's like, come on, Nintendo. You were literally leaving money on the table and 
most importantly, you're pissing off your clientele. The only reason you exist is because people like us buy your products. If everyone stopped, you would go out of business. <laughs> That's business one on one too. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you, Greg. I'm. I'm glad that I'm not really, really wanting this. Uh, this collector's edition this time. Um, the first one, yeah, I was all about it, but this one, you know, if I if I had the if I had the money and I had the opportunity. It does look cool, but it's not something that I'm like, I have to have, which I'm, I'm glad this time around. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just really interested in the, this story. I mean, Zelda stories are always really interesting, but this one, it seems to be so much secretive stuff around it and twists and turns. And, uh, yeah, I hope they, I hope they continue to keep things secretive and not give away too much um before because if that's the case i'm just gonna have to stop watching trailers altogether um like you do sometimes barry and just cut it off anytime i see a, a tears of the kingdom thing i'm like nope not watching it i just want to experience the game in its full entirety because i feel like i know enough to be really intrigued right now but like my my curiosity will get the better better of me if i if i allow myself to uh to go further i feel like yeah and Knowing Nintendo, especially with Zelda, I'm sure come whatever, like April, like the second or third week, and it's be like, oh, here's like 50 facts about the Tears of the Kingdom. And then you're like, I really don't want to have to report on this. I don't want to have to watch <laughs> this and <laughs> know everything. I would, would rather be more blind, but like they really like to do these super deep dives into this kind of stuff. And I really wish it would a lot of that stuff can come sooner than later because I would rather go in with like a very fresh take on it and not have like, oh, well, now I pretty much know everything about the game and mm -hmm. all the changes that they're so proud to say that we did. And like, oh, you hated the weapon durability system? Well, that's gone. And, oh, you wanted the Master Sword to be OP? Here it is at the start of the game. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, like, <laughs> I yeah. really don't want to know all that stuff up front. I'd rather just be able to just plug it in and just start playing. What'd you guys think of the Nintendo Direct overall? Just quickly, kind of your your grade or your view of the the Direct itself. What'd you think, Barry? Loved it. Loved it. I've easy nine, easy nine, if not nine point five. So many great games coming back from the DS, 3DS era. Uh, I'm happy to see Xenoblade three DLC. That that was amazing. Zelda, awesome. Uh, new information on a lot of games and and. Just stuff that legit surprises like Professor Layton, Samba de Amigo, Etrian Odyssey, Fantasy Life, stuff that came out of left field, Bait and Kados. Um, absolutely loved it. Um, not every game was for me, and that's fine. I don't expect every game to be, but I had a genuinely amazing time watching it, and I am excited for a good 90 to 95% of what was shown off in some capacity. Cool. How about you, Greg? See, I'm. I'm willing to match the grade, even though I'm like closer to like only like 50% or less of the games I'll actually be purchasing and playing. But I just really loved what I saw. I mean, there was Fire Emblem, there was uh, Metroid uh, Prime One, there was a lot of these Tears of the Kingdom. It's like a lot of the franchises that I really love and have enjoyed over all these years, and had a little something of all of like some of my favorite series. So. Um, I was pretty much just really missing like the hardcore Mario title and some other few things like that. But there was plenty there that made up for like Pikmin 4 and some other stuff in like Kirby that I really have missed previously that I'm more into now. So 
definitely was beyond excited and lots of great stuff to look forward to this year. Yep. I'm with you guys as well. Yeah. Even though like not everything was for me, it was just a great showing. Like, um, there was really very few things that I can think of that I was like, eh. And even, even though they, there were a couple like that, they weren't on screen for more than like two minutes. So I was able to just, you know, keep on going and, and, uh, and focus on the next great game and, and some things that I learned about that I didn't realize were, were things, um, games that are coming out, you know, like from, you know, a new game from don't nod. I'm like, that's really awesome. Didn't know about that. Um, yeah. So lots of surprises, lots of good reminders, um, good things we, sh they shown off. Um, awesome to see level five really stepping up and, uh, yeah, I think it's just a really good showing and, um, yeah, I didn't really expect that, you know, coming out. They come out swinging at the beginning of uh, 2023. And none of us mentioned the NSO Game Boy or Game Boy Advance in any of that either. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like I talked about it enough tonight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you, really, do you really need a full recap of everything we just talked about? No, it's just funny that yeah. we're all pointing at That's highlights true. and none That's of us true. even mentioned that at all. Yeah. Because at this point, I mean, like, I, I really don't. I like it's it's a cool addition, but it's not something that like gets me really, really excited, to be honest. Like, like I never, like I had a lot of fun with my Game Boy and my Game Boy Advance, but I didn't have a ton of games. Um, I, I didn't have like a ton of nostalgia that like I remember. I, like I gotta play this game again, mostly because I can always just pull out my my Game Boy or my GBA again and play it if I want to. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's cool to have them. But it, now you can play games you missed, though. That's true. That's true. Yep. Maybe I'll actually play Fire Emblem. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a good engage. one to start with no. yeah no. play engage <laughs> honestly engage is a pretty easy one to start with yeah shoot with the auto battle feature <laughs> nice but well, i mean I did, yeah oh, i didn't really need to call out the game boy stuff because it's a lot of the stuff that's just nice to have and it's there if you really want it i mean it's mm -hmm. to be honest we're trying to look more for the upcoming games that are like brand new like even like Though Metroid Prime is a remaster, it's still technically new-ish, and there'll be lots of people that didn't play the first few and really are coming off a of dread and finally go get a look into Prime. So mm -hmm. it, I think yeah. it's more deserving there than saying like, oh, you can just play six golden coins again, or <laughs> you can play Link's Awakening before we made an HD remaster of it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to play them on my TV, though. That is exciting. I don't know how good it'll look, but <laughs> how how is it, Barry? Is it is it does it look okay on the TV? Oh, it looks great on okay. on there. Good, good. It's a very small screen that's been stretched out to a very large screen. <laughs> well, let's jump into some headlines. Just a couple, uh, three uh, quick headlines we want to make sure that you guys know about. And I'll kick it off with letting you know that something is very, very, very soon going to be happening, and I. Really, really wish I was there, but I'm not going to be able to be there when it opens. But Super Mario, or sorry, Super Nintendo World is going to be officially opening on February 17th in Hollywood. And uh, if you're a season pass owner, you can already get in there and check it out. And we've seen a ton of videos online already, but officially on February 17th. So just a couple days, you'll be able to go over to Universal Studios Hollywood and check out Super Nintendo World for yourself. And speaking of 
Super Nintendo world. How about Super Nintendo in our world? Because we're getting the Super Mario Brothers movie very, very soon. They dropped not only one, but two trailers. They dropped, or I think it was even three. They dropped the, the Smash trailer, uh, but then they dropped a, a follow-up that actually had Seth Rogen speaking as Donkey Kong, which was just as we all expected him to sound like. And then, of course, the best was just the other day, the Super Bowl yesterday, actually, the Super Bowl trailer where we had Mario and, and Luigi doing the Super Mario Brothers Super Show theme out of nowhere. And the girl in the commercial is voiced by Princess Peach from the Super Show, which is very, very meta and very amazing. And the fact that they did this is fan service complete, amazing stuff. Uh, and they also dropped a web page and a phone number that you can call and text and get different messages. And there's a bunch of Easter eggs on the web page. But there's a lot to, like, they're doing a lot for this. So if you are very interested in the movie already, uh, check out these trailers, especially that commercial, the web page, all that. April is going to be a fun month. Absolutely. And as alluded to at the beginning of the podcast, I was playing GoldenEye 007. Um, everyone's favorite Nintendo 64 game is now um, available on the Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack service for those that have the premium version of the thing. And then they have a couple of facts on the screen saying, like, yo, you have to play as the kind of double O agent. And then you even, they even have a reference to the DK mode cheat is back. How cool is that? You can make everyone's head incredibly large again, just like you could in the N64 game. And a lot more than that, and you can play it fully online, multiplayer, and everything like that, too. So what are you waiting for? Load up the game that kickstarted the Halo series. <laughs> Wouldn't that be Marathon? <laughs> Let's, uh, we're going to move into what's coming up over the next couple of weeks before we meet again for another next podcast but a quick reminder if you've not done so yet follow us over on twitter we're at nintendo fuse and if you haven't joined our discord yet we would love to have you join our discord the links to both discord and our social media are in the show notes and the youtube description we'd love to have you jump over there and join our growing community and uh yeah if you haven't subscribed to us on YouTube, your favorite podcast app, be sure to do that. Be sure to hit the like button and also to hit that bell here on YouTube so you can be alerted every time we post a new video, every time we go live. So let's jump into what's coming up over the next two weeks. Our next podcast is going to be on February 27th, but uh, we've got several games that are coming out over the next couple of weeks until February 27th. So uh, we're going to be scrolling those on the screen as usual, but... Uh, just some ones to highlight that we think that maybe you might want to know about is the Xenoblade 3 DLC Volume 3 is coming out on February 20, or sorry, February 15th. Octopath Traveler comes out on February 24th. Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe comes on on February 24th. Metroid Prime Remastered Physical comes on on uh, February 22nd. Blanc on February 14th, so just tomorrow as we were recording this. Tales of Symphonia comes out on uh, February 17th. And Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line comes out on, on February uh, 16th. So those are just some some of the highlights of the standout games. But what are you looking forward to play over the next couple of weeks, Barry? Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 DLC. Theater Rhythm for sure. Can't wait for that this week. Octopath Traveler 2 and uh, Kirby are the big ones for me. 
Nice. Greg, how about you? It'll actually be somewhat similar to what Barry was saying. I'll probably be Kirby's Return to Dreamland, also Octopath Traveler 2, hope to get, and then probably, hopefully, continuing on with uh, my backlog with Fire Emblem Engage. So probably the main ones that stuck out for the next week or two. Cool, cool. Yeah, I'm hoping to, uh, I want to finish up Life is Strange 2 over the next couple of weeks. Uh, maybe maybe I'll be able to hit uh, Champ 1 in, in uh, Rocket League before next podcast. I don't know. I never thought I'd get this far, but so it's probably not going to happen in two weeks, but we'll see. And uh, yeah, there's several games that uh, I'm going to be checking out. I think demos and stuff like that that came out um, that was announced in the Nintendo Direct. I'm definitely going to be checking out um, those like even Octopath Traveler and the, you know, the prologue for that and and all the the Game Boy, Game Boy Advance games and all that stuff. I need to look back through and just basically go through the eShop and just download all the demos and stuff that, that got dropped and maybe the 99 cent games and the free to play games and stuff like that. Cause I need to get caught up on all that stuff, but uh, nothing, nothing of the, like the big games that I think are coming out uh, pretty soon, even though there's some really exciting stuff on there. I, I have Metroid prime trilogy already on Wii U and my Wii U is connected. If I want to play that, I can just, I can play it on there. Um, and so I'm not going to be jumping on uh, getting it for a Switch. Um, but uh, but yeah, there's a lot of great games coming out over the next uh, couple of weeks. So if you haven't done so yet, let us know in the chat, but also let us know in the comments here on YouTube what you're hoping to be playing over the next couple of weeks. We would love to uh, to hear what you guys are going to be playing as well. But uh, yeah, it brings us to the end of episode 265. Uh Barry, anything exciting beyond all the games you're going to be playing happening over the next couple weeks? Uh, yeah, so uh, proposed for the next week, we're actually doing a new presentation for Premium Edition Games. We're going to be doing our PlayStation presentation, so uh, stay tuned for social media for that. Um, very much looking forward to that. That's uh, another one I wrote, and it's some cool special stuff for it that I uh, can't wait for people to see, and hopefully they like. But uh, got a good lineup of titles to show off for sure. Cool, cool. Greg, what's going on in your life over the next couple of weeks? Uh, it's pretty much just getting everything back and resettled in. Um, I had gotten back from Disney last week, and that was pretty fun to be down in Florida. Um, really got to have still catching up on my primary work stuff, as a lot of stuff has been changing there, and also hoping to help out premium where I can. And I really hope you guys keep the PlayStation presentation, as I said in the chat, and that one uh thing or whatever that that that's a pretty good name to keep <laughs> i like that name so that's works <laughs> nice little tease there well yeah i uh i think i'm just gonna be there's, there's lots of stuff going on in my life um but uh i i'm just excited to hopefully get back to some games i'm gonna have some downtime this week and possibly next i'll be traveling a little bit at the end of next week um which i do enjoy playing games when i'm traveling um but uh yeah i think i'm just i'm just excited to get back into some games because life's been kind of crazy recently and i'm excited to sit back and chill and just grab a controller and kind of zone out a little bit um as as games can allow you to do so yeah looking forward to to getting some some fun time but also some you know some mentally i don't know what you call it what do you call when you, when you like go through a game like life is strange like zen zen out but also like it challenges you in some different ways like 
thought provoking thought provoking is very thought provoking for sure so yeah excited about getting into some of those games but also yeah trying some some stupid games that will not require my brain at all as well because i i need both of those things um, right now cool well thank you guys for being here for episode 265 we're going to be back like you said uh live on february 27th so make sure you tune in live if you've never been here we stream on live uh live on youtube and twitch so that's uh at 8 30 p.m eastern time 5 30 p.m uh, pacific time and we would love to have you jump in the chat and uh, join in any of the conversation that we're we're talking about with games we're playing with different news is coming out we'd absolutely love to to have you and uh, interact with you throughout the show but until then happy gaming everybody have a good one See you next time.